Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now! Hello. It's going to be a shorter episode today because Kat's got shit to do, everybody. I gotta try to, I'm going to have to park in Mississauga to go to the show in Dockside Drive in Toronto. There's a lot of people there already. It's uh, As we record, it's 20 to 10 a.m., and there's already enough people to make it a decent show. It's going to be jam-packed on Sugar Beach tonight for Nile Horan. When you think about uh, epic groups, though, like One Direction, you know, any member of a group like One Direction coming to the city... With free, I don't even want to say tickets. They're not tickets. You just show up. Just with a free concert, it's going to, of course, bring a ton of people. And we heard from people from all over Ontario, and I'm sure beyond, I'll hear about today, and I'll let you guys know tomorrow on the pod, but people coming from all over the place, playing hooky and whatnot and going down to Sugar Beach. So it takes, for me, I, I'm fascinated by it, Scott, because I you have to be a really hardcore fan to stand out in the not-so-warm rain and wait for your favorite artist all day day long like that's impressive to me okay first off back in the day Mm -hmm. your day which was a long time ago who (laughs) what artist would you have done this for that's why I'm so impressed because I am not sure who I would have if it was a group of girls and we went we we might have done this for in sync or backstreet boys that's a possibility but not I'm telling you like I, I don't know how many artists I would do that for well it's great commitment from the fans have a good time if you're going Nile Horan and this is presented by our family of radio stations so energy 953 91.5 the beat fresh 931 in Barry fresh radio in London really great stuff so congrats to everybody who won tickets and have fun uh, I want to do a follow-up here before we get into more of today's stuff we were doing confessions mm-hmm the things that you haven't told your partner yesterday on After 9. Highly recommended if you didn't hear yesterday's episode. It's the entire second half dedicated to the things that you are keeping from your partner. Two more came in after the pod that I want to read to you. Guys, I have something to share. I'm three months pregnant. Haven't told my boyfriend yet. Yeah, it, uh... The non-follow-up thing kills me, Scott. Do you not want to? Are you waiting to make sure everything's healthy and fine? Um, Is he going through some stress right now? So you don't want to like, you just want to wait wait until it's a good timing for you. Does he not want a baby and you're worried what what his reaction will be? So many questions. Yeah, I'm a little curious about why myself, but we'll keep you anonymous and no follow-ups. One more. This one is not safe for work. If you're listening on a speaker at your desk, you're going to want to turn it down. (laughs) Here's the text that came in. I threw up on my boyfriend's dick when I gave him head for the first time. He didn't notice. And to this day, he still says that's the best I've ever given him. I also used his favorite hoodie by the side of the bed to clean up the vomit before he noticed. Do you keep that a secret or do you go to your partner and say, hey, remember that time? The truth is, <laughs> you know, the one that you love so much. I'm wondering how fucked up he was that he didn't realize someone had just he or she had puked on his dick 
wiped it with a hoodie, and he's just continued, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> Best well, ever, baby. Oh, yeah, you rubbed that root toady on me, too. Whatever you like, you freak. Like, what was he thinking? Like, I would love to know. Well, I would love to get into that. Or did he know and not say anything to his partner? Oh, so she doesn't know, but maybe he knows. And Right. Yeah, oh, that's You know what I mean? Like, one. maybe while you were doing it, he knew, and he's like, oh, no, oh, oh, are you okay? Oh, they seem okay. Just keep going. I heard a little heave, but everything seems to be fine. (laughs) They're just trying to tell me I'm big. Sometimes, sometimes they get a little sloppy. Maybe he didn't notice. I'm going to say it's possible he didn't notice. But either way, another great confession. Thank you, everybody. You can send the not safe for work ones directly to us by text. We just won't read them on FM radio. We'll save those for the pod. Sure. Um, Let's start off with this. Yesterday. They published an article in one of the medical journals that we actually talked about last week. The amount of people that get hurt walking their dog, the number has quadrupled in the last 20 years. People that didn't just get hurt walking their dog actually had to seek out medical treatment. And most of the time, it slips and falls. Uh, Dog goes to chase a squirrel and pulls the owner over and dislocates a shoulder or cracks some ribs, (laughs) that sort of shit. Right. And it's funny because when we were doing the story on the radio, I thought it was kind of ridiculous. I have a big dog who I can control and he'll never pull me over. (laughs) Fuck me. I just yesterday got hurt walking the dog. Same day they published the story in The Lancet or whatever medical journal it was in, It happened to me. God, you poor thing. Today's show is brought to you by Polysporin and Band-Aids because that's what I am covered in right now. Yeah, the dog got out of his collar. Mm. He was fighting with another dog or wrestling with another dog, and I don't even normally do that. Normally, if there's another dog walking toward me, I'll get off to the side or even cross the street because I don't need the drama. Sure, I agree. I'm I'm with you. However, in this case, he's he's known that dog since he was born. It's a dog that's in the neighborhood all the time. So I said, okay, fine. And it was raining, and he slipped out of his collar. And, and this dog is so obedient. He does what I tell him to. But when he gets out of his collar, it's almost like he's freaked out. Like you're in the ocean without a life jacket on. It's like he doesn't know what to do. So he was running away from me. Every time I took a step closer to him, he would run. And there's some busy roads in the area of Burlington that I live in. So I, I didn't want to freak him out and send him running towards the street. So I tried to stay calm and coax him towards me. Some people are so kind. There was a gentleman on the other side of the street. He lived there. He was like, watering or whatever and he noticed that I was struggling he went into his house and got some cheese and some pepperoni I guess he was having a charcuterie board at the time who else has sliced cheese and sliced pepperoni right there (laughs) my house always ready to whip out a charcuterie board (laughs) I love that so he came out and he was trying to lure Charlie over and normally treats work but the dog was right freaked out cat so finally I said to the guy why don't you give me a slice of pepperoni I'm going to hold it up in the air and make him jump. I did it. I held it in the air. Actually, I kind of tossed it in the air so that the dog would jump. And the plan was, after half an hour of screwing around, the plan was when he goes up. Did it really take that long? Half an hour. I had to go back and check my nest cams because it shows when you leave and it shows when you come back. I was gone for 45 minutes on this crazy walk. So, again, I had a foolproof plan. Throw the pepperoni in the air. Dog's going to jump for the pepperoni. I grab him like a linebacker and tackle him and get his collar back on. But again, he was wet and he slipped right through my arms. But when I dove, and I dove, cat, 
baseball players would have been impressed at the slide I did. It was great. Right into a retaining wall that somebody had along their driveway. I don't know if it's broken or not, but my thumb certainly feels broken. It's cut in four different places, and it is black. I thought about going to the ER, and then I thought, I can't go to the ER. Cat will make fun of me for years if I go to the <laughs> ER. The day after, I said. We just talked about this. Seriously, I've got all these years without injuring myself walking the dog. The day they published the stats, I get hurt walking the dog. You'll probably be okay. You might remember the windshield incident that happened, and you thought you broke your finger then, and then you went to the hospital. Was it the hospital, doctors, whatever it was. They x-rayed it. You didn't break it. So maybe your idea of what might be broken is probably not. So you'll probably be fine. Are you going to invest in a harness for Charlie? I ordered one on Amazon yeah. last night. I remember the harness phase with Leo. I had to do the same thing because if he, he's a great dog, but sometimes he can be an asshole. And if he's enjoying the weather and I let him, even in the backyard, even in the backyard where everything's gated, sometimes like, all right, Leo, you've been out there for a while now. Come on, come on, boy. And he's like, he looks at me and he looks up at the sun. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah. And he just sits there and uh, we have to literally coax him out, like go bring treats or whatever we have to do. And I I appreciate he wants his sunbathing time. It's usually only when it's sunny or when there's rain puddles because he drinks them as if we don't give him water, fresh water (laughs) in a nice clean dish. He'd rather drink the shitty wormy water that's on the ground than come in for a fresh bowl of water. Have you considered adding dirt and worms to your water? (laughs) I just might. I just might. Oh, my goodness. So I'm sorry to hear that. I hope that your finger heals uh, fast. I don't know what else to say. The the biggest problem is I'm just a giant suck. And when I get hurt, it's a big fucking deal. At least it's your thumb, right? It's my swiping thumb. It's your... (laughs) This is how I swipe. You're going to be a pointer finger swiper now. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a pointer finger swiper. It's not that bad. Well, girls do it because they have long nails, though, right? No, not necessarily. It's just because you got to use two hands for that, though, right? See, so you, uh, you probably usually do this, which also isn't good for your pinky. Over time, you're going to feel that. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. what do you... All right, just, so just gonna, show me what I'm supposed to be doing here. How no, do I respond to text messages here? Like, Dave like texted this. me a few minutes ago, and I want to okay. reply, fuck off. So when you reply, fuck off, you go right here, two hands. You got to use two hands. So you're a multitasker, so that's why it's pissing you off, because you will probably have something in one hand and a phone in the other all the time like a coffee cup or something. So you have to start grabbing your phone with one hand and you're going to be a pointer finger fella. I don't know if I want to be pointer finger fella. I don't think so. I'm a (laughs) right-handed swiper and a right-handed wiper. And that's going to be an issue (laughs) later on too. How about that bidet too? You can order that. <laughs> I should. I should order a dog harness and a and a, a what a, a weird what a weird freaking Amazon order to fulfill. The, the well, this guy's into some weird shit. Bidet and a harness, you freak. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, all right. We are, God, we're running out of time already. Uh, goddamn One Direction members taking up God all of our podcast time. Um, okay. Leafs game last night. Yeah. I'll say it. I thought 
They played better last night than they played in most of the games against Tampa. Mm, okay. I just think that Florida was fired up. I think that Bobrovsky had a great game. I think that the Leafs took some great shots that just didn't go in for whatever reason. Sometimes they don't. I am not down on the Leafs at all. I thought they played really well last night. Yeah, I think uh, I think that you're bang on there, and I think most people would agree with you. Tomorrow night is, we're in Toronto, what, Toronto again? Yes, Toronto again. Yep. Tomorrow night, Thursday night. And I feel like the last time this happened, because this is like exactly how the first series started, they really pumped up their game even more so the Leafs. So I feel like if anything, it'll light a bit of a fire under them and we'll see how she goes from here. I'm so curious though about the game on Sunday. First of all, it's weird there's a game on Sunday. And not on Saturday. And not on Saturday. Is Scotia, or sorry, where would it be? Florida. Florida. Is their arena taken? Is that why? I'm guessing. I would have thought they owned their arena and they could just move shit around, but apparently yeah. not. I, that surprised me. And it's a and it's a night because I thought well if, you know what a daytime Sunday game that's fine nope no, six thirty it's PM. still an evening game yeah it's a weird one for me but anyway I'll be watching that one closely too because I'm curious how many Leafs fans will end up in the building oh I think there's going to be a ton yeah some rich Torontonian should go down to Florida and say okay if they won't let us in let's at least make it look like they did and start handing out Leaf jerseys make that whole arena blue and white mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. that'd be great yep hey uh, the tickets are not cheap if you want to go to the game tomorrow night. A few people have now sent me, uh, I don't know who's doing it. There must be some sort of a resale site out there where you can get a commission if you refer the person who buys the tickets. Because I've got like four or five different people that are all selling tickets, like a lot of them. So I decided to take a look yesterday. If you want two tickets in the 300 level, $470 a ticket, or for section 324, $500 a ticket. If you want to sit in section 107, right down near the the ice, 21 rows up, $1,050 a ticket for game one. Okay. And tomorrow night's prices are basically the same. Not to get into anyone's personal finances, but let me ask you a question. So let's say somebody offered you a ticket right now, $1,000. $1, you are practically playing with the team. Scott, you're on the ice. You can go to the game, round two, here you go. Or you risk it, but if there's a playoff ticket in Toronto for a Stanley Cup, but you got to pay two grand for it, are you going to risk it and wait and pay the two grand? I wouldn't pay anywhere close no, to that amount. Not even, even for, for the, the Stanley final? Cup final. Not really? even for the final would I do that. Wow. That's outrageous. Hey, listen, if you... It's a lot. Absolutely. It's, it's ridiculous, but you know that that's where it's going to end up. Your price on opening day should be the price of Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final. You don't jack up prices just because you can, because, again, you screw the fans, the regular casual people. I could afford to buy those tickets. I'm not paying that kind of money for tickets. If I pay it, then everybody's got to pay it. I'm not doing it. The fan, There are fans, though, that will absolutely do it. They'll oh, yeah. be like, well, screw it. I won't go to that cottage this summer. I'll use that for this ticket, because that's like they've been waiting their entire life for, for these moments. They hopefully will come. I mean, right now we're still in we're still in the second phase here. We got a ways to go. Yesterday they did a controlled explosion outside Buckingham Palace because somebody tossed uh, what could be a lethal thing. It was a handful of shotgun shells. Tossed them on the lawn at Buckingham Palace, so they blew them up. Were they stop, were they attempting to stop the coronation? Uh, the the horrible way to do it if you thought shotgun shells on the lawn was going to stop the coronation, but. 
This could just be the beginning. I have a feeling it's going to be hell for the police over in the UK for the next few days. I don't. Speaking of places, if you were offered, would you go? You couldn't. I don't think you could pay me to be there on Saturday. It seems dangerous. I don't. I'm just getting a bad vibe from it. I'm not interested. It doesn't even seem like it'll be that exciting at all. I and I know some royal watchers would be upset to hear that, but it looks boring to me. It looks boring. There's some things with the royal family that I would like. Absolutely. If there's a wedding or something, if you told me I could be in attendance at the reception for those weddings, I'm there. I want to watch that shit go down. I'm not standing outside with a bunch of people and big fascinators. I probably can't even see around for that. It just seems like a waste of time. And like you mentioned. Oh, now it's kind of dangerous. Well, I mean, I have to think they took that pretty seriously. Yeah. Most police forces on any other day or at any other location would have simply picked up the shells and disposed of them, not called in the bomb squad yeah. and blew them yeah. up. Yeah, extra precaution, right? And that's a good thing. I mean, that is a good thing. They're on it. They're on it. And I have no doubt in my mind it will be fine. But it's a, it is a matter of safety for some people. I get it. Kat, we're closing in on wedding season. And there's a proposal here from a wedding magazine. New rules to improve the experience when we go to a wedding. Okay. So there's 26 different suggestions that's been whittled down to a smaller list. I'm going to run some of these by you. Let's talk about whether or not these are good for those people who have to go to a wedding in the upcoming months. Number one, speeches must be pre-written. Yes, please. Oh, no winging it, huh? No more. Hand the mic off to Uncle Fucker here. He's going to go and <laughs> off the cuff ad lib for half an hour about all the stupid shit that he's seen over the years. No, 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 and no. Be prepared. <laughs> Write a speech or shut up. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Can we also, can I add to that? Sure. Cap the time. Yes. I think bride and groom get the most time. I suppose maid of honor, best man, if that's what you're doing, or parents of the bride and groom. I think they get like a decent amount of time. I don't want to hear anyone speak though for more than 10 minutes. Is that rude? No. Like I don't want to hear you talk for more than 10 minutes. I think that that's enough. So don't allow anyone to speak more than the bride and groom do. Because I've been there. I went to the most boring wedding once and I will try to be careful here because I don't want to offend anybody. But it was speeches until like 11 p.m. For fuck's sake. What? They opened the dance floor and I was like, bye. <laughs> it was brutal. They busted out old stuff from like the baby box and stuff like growing up and every friend had said something. Oh my God. And I strove a long way to get there too. It was just not a good experience. Next rule, dancing. Mandatory for everyone who's physically able. Mm. Okay, well, what if you are physically able but you're not physically good at dancing. Can you sit that out? Because that's my problem. I don't want to dance in front of anybody. Every time I'm at a wedding, this shit comes up. And as soon as I see the DJ put his headphones off, I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> see ya. I'm out of here. You don't like, you, do, you, do you do it though? Like your girlfriend is like, I really want you to dance with me. You're going to seriously turn her down? I'll slow dance with her. Okay. That'll do. But then, like, uh, Uptown L Funk comes on, and <laughs> then, I'm like, see you what? later. Really? Yeah. You won't dance? No. Not I at never, all? I never do it. And I, I don't You're know not why. even, like, a side shuffle? Like, you know, the, the old man, like, side shuffle, get your elbows into it? I, I think the last time I did it was a listener trip that we did to Punta Cana. and <laughs> You were very intoxicated, I'm assuming. Me and Tony Monaco yeah, yeah. dancing together. <laughs> I would have paid to see that one. But anyway, I uh, no, I don't. And it's funny because we did go to a wedding together last summer. And she's like, hey, want to go dance? And I was like, no. 
what? No. Why? She's like, uh, you're a radio oh. DJ. You don't, you don't want to dance? I'm like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I don't. Hey, as you go that's ahead. what you do as a, as a radio announcer. <laughs> right, right. People think, well, you've DJed weddings. I've seen you do it. And I was like, yeah, but I didn't dance at them. And I'm not going to dance at this one either. It's true. You hosted club gigs for years. And I've seen you host many club gigs through the year. I don't think I've seen you dance one time. Not a once. Not even when the fucking crowd went wild and the beat dropped did Scott Fox shuffle a hip. <laughs> Never happened one time. I've been on stage with Tiesto. <laughs> Didn't move. Didn't fucking move. You didn't even move your arms. It was weird. You stood there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's run through a few more of these rules because I know you got to go. Uh, it is fine. Totally 100% okay to skip any wedding as long as you RSVP that you're not coming with lots of notice. Oh, yes. Nobody gets mad that yes. they're not invited and nobody gets mad when they decline an invitation. You know, being sick is one thing and when you're truthfully like, oh my gosh, the morning of the wedding, I feel like crap. I don't want to get people sick. I am so sorry to do this. If that's the case though, it's also on you, I think, to try to supplement the money for whatever food cost that that, that incurred. It doesn't mean you don't give a present too. But to seriously not even show up or RSVP is so rude. It uh -huh. really is. And like you said, even if you have no, if you have no intention of going, don't hold it. Don't, don't hold off. Don't be like, oh, wait, oh, I'm nervous. I don't want to tell them I'm not going. Just let them know. They would really rather do that so that they can invite someone else in your place or whatever. Be a nice person. Next rule. No kids. If kids are needed for the ceremony... There should be a car waiting to take them home after the church. Okay. No kids at the reception. What's the age limit when you say kids? Because I think about teenagers and they're fine. Like teenagers don't barely even want to be there. They'll probably just sit there. On their phone. Uh, on their phone. Yep. So they're not disturbing anybody. Are we talking, I assume, about like young kids, maybe like 12 and under, something along that range? I, I might even go lower. I, I'm going to say like and toddlers and, and just yeah. super, super young. If you would have to order for them off the kids menu, they're too young to be at Got the reception. It. Okay, that's a good way to put it. And for me, if I'm going to, unless it's a family wedding, because that's the problem, right? Kids will go because it's a family and oh, I want my nieces and nephews to be there. I said the same thing. I got married in Vegas and I still had babies at my wedding. Wow. Yeah. So- but for me, I mean, I don't care as a guest or as the bride. It didn't matter to me just because I'm not there to take care of your kids. You are. So it, I don't care. Let them run around. I, I, whatever. It doesn't matter to me as long as I'm not the one that has to worry about feeding them and stuff like that. They have parents for that. I'm, I'm cool with it. I actually don't care if kids come to weddings. It doesn't bug me. If you travel from out of town, you should not feel like you need to give a gift. Mm. Actually, they say all gifts should be banned. Well, I'm going to draw the line there. Well, <laughs> I'm well, going to draw the line there. Wait a minute. They're saying all gifts, period, or all gifts if it's like a destination? Because uh, that I would totally agree to. I would agree with. If I'm reading between the lines correctly, it's all gifts banned at destination. If you okay. just came from a long way away, also, no gift is, is required. Well, the hotels are not cheap, Scott. No? Like, they're not cheap. I've stayed at uh, hotels for weddings, and that costs more than the, than the gift I give. Sometimes it's like upwards of, if it's a nice place, like I went to Queens Landing, things like that. All, and they're beautiful venues. But when you're spending the money in the hotel too, I mean, that's a thousand dollar weekend right there, right? It, it's true. I was over in the UK for a wedding uh, not that long ago. And I went with my dad. It was my cousin that was getting married nice. in Scotland. Yeah. And it was a beautiful wedding. It was at a castle. It was great. Did you give a gift? Well, this is the thing on the flight. I'm like, 
wait a second, it's costing me 1500 bucks for this flight. Yeah. And between the two of us, it's going to cost us each 400 euros for hotels. Are we supposed to give them a gift on top of this? I don't think so. We gave them a small gift. A small gift. Yeah. Okay. But like not nearly what okay. we would have. It's like a hundred bucks. Here you go. Yeah. You yeah. got something and you had us here. Way to go. Good for you. Okay. That was the real prize. That's fair. That's my problem is I would feel bad. Like if I went to a destination wedding now, I probably would give a gift. And that's just out of like feeling like I'm going empty handed. You know what I mean? Even though you're absolutely right. I don't think we should feel the need to. In fact, I really hope most bride and grooms put right there on it. Don't worry about gifts. Your presence is our present, you know, and all that shit. Go ahead and throw that on there. Don't make people feel bad. Last one. Ban it. Completely get rid of it. No more engagement parties. Yay. Here, here. Some people like the uh, engagement part. Now, listen, uh, what, can I throw a caveat in there? Because I did have one technically. Okay. The reason why is because, as I mentioned, it was a destination wedding. We went to Vegas. And when we realized, because we thought not a lot of people were going to go, when we realized there were more than 50 people attending from all walks of our life, right? His old friends, my cousins, his cousins, uncles, and aunts. We thought, if they're going to spend five days together, maybe we should let them get to know each other a little bit. So we threw the party. We told them not to bring a gift. Some people did, but we told them don't bring a gift. We treated them to like, it was an appetizers thing. It was at the black shop actually in Cambridge. Very lovely. We did that, but it was only because we didn't want people to feel awkward. Like all of a sudden you're next hotel next door neighbors to these random people. It's kind of nice they got to know each other a little bit and got excited about the big day. Like, hey, a couple months from now, we'll all be in Vegas. What are you looking forward to? Have you been before? And they got to know each other. So in those cases, I guess, but just to do it for the presence is where I get a little upset. Me too. And I think that's the reason for most of it is, hey, we're going to we're gonna suck every penny out of these people. So we'll do an engagement party and then we'll yeah, do a bachelorette like and we'll do a bachelor party like and that. then there'll be a stag and doe and then we have the wedding and God knows whatever else they'll come up with to try and get money out of yeah, us. Yeah, I don't like that. In any case, that's it for us today, guys. We got to go. Kat's got a real busy day with Niall Horan, but you can hear all about it right here tomorrow in After 9 or wake up with our morning radio shows. Yeah, join us if you if you never get the chance to. We'd love to have you as a listener in the morning. Energy 95.3 or 91.5 The Beat. If you're in the London area, you can hear us on 103.1 Fresh Radio in the afternoon from 3 till 6. And in the evening, you can hear us all across Barrie, Simcoe County, and York Region on Fresh 93.1. Have yourselves a great one. Get your thumb healed, and I'll check back with you tomorrow. This is normally the part where we'd play the best late-night jokes from last night, but the fucking writers are on writers strike, are so on we don't strike. even have any jokes. Nothing. So, uh, do you have any jokes? Oh. Knock. Knock. Who's there? The interrupting donkey. The inter And the bed will t <laughs> just play us out. Bye, guys.